This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Friday, the 21st of January. In your sport today, Nick Kyrgios goes down swinging, Australia's winning start to the women's ashes, the Matildas play tonight, and a wild finish in the EPL. This is your sport today. We're going to start with tennis because Nick Kyrgios is out of the Australian Open. Uh, he lost to top seed Daniel Medvedev in four sets last night, but loose, he didn't go down without a fight. No, nah, it was classic Kyrgios last night at Rod Laver Arena. He pulled off all his trademark trick shots and had the 50% crowd sounding like it was more than full when he won at the third set. But Medvedev was too good in the end. He won 7-6, 6-4, 4-6, 6-4, to move on to the third round. After the match, Medvedev was booed during an interview and later said the fans that booed between his serves probably had a low IQ. It wasn't Sue either. These were proper (laughs) boos. Yeah, they were the proper ones, but he did write Sue on the camera as he left the court. Uh, It was a mixed day four in Melbourne for the Aussies. Uh, Luce, we had some underdogs get up, but Sam Stozer lost and that means her singles career is over. Yeah, Stoza lost in straight sets to Anastasia Pavlichenkova in her final singles match. She won the 2011 US Open and was ranked in the top 10 players for several years, but now she's going to spend the rest of the year on the doubles circuit. Chris O'Connell, Madison Inglis and Alex Dominor all moved to the third round. O'Connell beat 13th seed Diego Schwartzman in one of the many upsets on day four. Women's number three seed Gabine Magautha and number six seed Annette Contivate both lost their second round matches and that could make things a bit easier for Ash Barty later in the tournament. Yeah, it could, but she's got to get past Camilla Georgie first. Uh, they play tonight at 7pm on Rod Laver Arena. Catch that one on Channel 9 and I've popped a link to the full schedule in the episode notes. Sticking with tennis and late yesterday afternoon, the reasons why men's number one Novak Djokovic was deported from Australia were released. Loose, break it down for us. So we all know that the federal court on Sunday upheld Immigration Minister Alex Hawke's decision to cancel Djokovic's visa on the grounds his anti-vax stance posed a risk to the community. We didn't get the reasons why right away on Sunday, just the verdict so the Australian Open could start the next day. What the panel of judges said was that it was lawful to deport Djokovic because his fame could influence young people about his anti-vax stance. Djokovic is unvaccinated and even though he wasn't asked by Hawke if he is anti-vax, the judges said because he chose not to get vaccinated or offer any evidence that he's not anti-vax, it could be inferred that he is. The judge said another minister may have made a different decision, but it wasn't an illogical decision, so the visa cancellation was upheld. Yeah, and the saga isn't over just yet, Luce. Uh, reports out of Europe say Djokovic is considering suing Tennis Australia for ill treatment. Tennis Australia boss Craig Tiley spoke for the first time yesterday. He says the Djokovic stuff is behind him and the Open and that he won't consider resigning over the whole matter. A link to the judge's full report is in the episode notes. 
The Women's Ashes started last night in Adelaide and it was the Aussies who got the first win of the series uh, loose. It was the Talia McGrath show on her home ground. It was indeed. McGrath took three for 46 with the ball and then made 91 not out from 49 balls with the bat in Australia's nine-wicket win. Australia chased down 170 with three overs to spare, which was their highest successful run chase in T20 cricket. The win means Australia now has a two points to nil lead in the women's ashes. Each T20 and one dayer is worth two points and the test is worth six. The team with the most points at the end of this series will go home with the trophy. Yeah, and that trophy is currently with Australia. The next T20 match is tomorrow afternoon, again in Adelaide. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. McGrath is just the third Aussie to score a 50 and take three wickets in a women's T20 international. Name the other two. Uh, Luce, give us a clue. One is still active and the other has retired. I'm going to give you another one too. They were both Sydney Sixers players. Uh, find out the answer mm. at the end of the show. Luce, we're unbiased here on Sport Today, but yesterday morning, it's fair to say Australia's recent sporting dominance of England continued with the Diamonds beating the England Roses in the Quad Series netball final over in the UK. I think it was you who said yesterday, Sam, you never pass up a good opportunity to beat the English. So (laughs) this is just what we're enjoying here. (laughs) Just two days ago, Australia and England played out a 48-all draw in the group stage and it was tight again in the final England led by just one goal heading into the final quarter, but that's when the Aussies went up a gear. They outscored England 18-5 to in the fourth quarter to win 58-46 in their sixth quad series. Goal shooter Gretel Buerta was named player of the match. She scored 41 of the Aussies' goals and missed just once, and she was also named player of the tournament. Looking at the big picture, that was Australia's last match before the Commonwealth Games in the UK in late July and it was a big win because England beat Australia for the comms games gold medal in 2018 when it was held on the Gold Coast. Yeah, an Aussie win in Birmingham later this year would be quite the role reversal. Uh, There's still a whole super netball season before the comm games. That starts in late March. Geez, it's a big night of sport. We've got the Aussie Open, BBL, basketball, Aussie rules, football, and the Matildas play their first match of the Women's Asian Cup. Uh, Luce, give us a rundown of what the Matildas face over the next few weeks. Well, the Women's Asian Cup is a soccer tournament of the 12 best Asian nations. This year, it's being held in India. It kicked off last night, but as you said, the Matildas play their first group stage match tonight when they play Indonesia in Mumbai. They'll then play Philippines and Thailand, and the top two from each group and the two best third-place teams will advance to the quarterfinals. This is a big tournament for a couple of reasons. Australia have been runners-up the past two times. They lost both finals 1-0 to Japan and it's going to serve as key preparation for next year's FIFA Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. And don't forget Captain Sam Kerr is just one goal away from her 50th for Australia and that's the most for Australia. Tonight's match starts at 9pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time and you can watch it on 10 Bold and 10 Play. 
Being a sports fan and heartache go hand in hand, unfortunately. With every awesome win, there's a gut-wrenching loss that goes with it. I'm sure everyone can relate to this. Yesterday in the English Premier League, fans of Tottenham and Leicester felt those emotions. Loose, this was either agony or ecstasy, depending on who you follow. Glad I'm not a Foxes fan, Sam, because this would have hurt a lot. Leicester were leading 2-1 when the 90 minutes were up, but in the extra stoppage time, Spurs substitute Stephen Bergvine scored in the 95th minute and then again in the 97th minute. It was the latest comeback win in Premier League history and it left Leicester's home fans stunned and Tottenham's travelling fans just out of control happy. I oh, know the scenes were crazy. Having been on the heartbreak side of it many times, Luce, I really do feel for those Leicester fans. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a yep. link in the episode notes to the match heights if you want to check out that wild finish. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And Luce, as we said, there's lots of sport on the weekend, so get that remote ready. But tonight, the BBL finals start. Yep, tonight we've got the Strikers playing the Hurricanes in an elimination match and then tomorrow it's the Sixers against the Scorchers with the winner going straight through to the grand final. Tonight's match starts at 7.15 Australian Eastern Daylight Time but with Barty, the Matildas, BBL, AFLW Pride Round starting tonight, you'll know where to find me. Probably at the pub, right, Luce? (laughs) Probably, yeah. They've got enough screens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've also put a link to the BBL final schedule in the episode notes. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. We want to know the other two players alongside Tali McGrath to score a 50 and take three wickets in a women's T20 international for Australia. Luce, who are they? Well, the active player is Elise Perry and the player that has retired is Lisa Stalaker. Hall of Famer Lisa Stalaker. Both have played for the Sydney Sixers. Perry is actually the captain of the Sixers as we speak. All right, that's it for us today, Luce. Don't go to the pub just yet, maybe a bit later on the day. And you've got a well-deserved break on Monday. Gabs and I will be back then. Have a great weekend. 